Hi, my name's Brandon. And if you're anything like me, we cannot afford this bit. Let's get into the groove, the <laughs> podcast where we find a groove and we get into it. And we're coming to you live uh, from Jeff's basement. Um, and we're celebrating Christmas, um, if you're into that. Uh, and of course, with me, as always, I don't have clever introductions for you, but my co hosts, Jeannie, <gasps> Melissa, and Colton Cox, are here with us. And we are joined by a, a, a true angel. Um, and he is going to school us on Christmas music, mm. and it is the one, the singular, Calvin Arsenio. Yay! You say hello to us and the girls out there. Hello, hello, children. Oh, oh my. Um, a little. Uh, uh, uh I have a, a question, and I, I will answer the question to give you time to ruminate on the question. And the question is: What's a good Christmas recommendation you have for the kids out there, for the children? What should they listen to this holiday season? Um, and you know what? Don't limit yourselves to just strictly Christmas music. For example, the album I recommend is this. This weird, strange. I don't know where my phone went. Um, oh, it's underneath <laughs> my big fat thigh. Um, so around the holidays, whenever we gather together, the family, um, we always put on music in the background and it's typically something like the temptations or mm. anything in that realm. And then also just my heart yearns for like the Vince Guaraldi trio, right? Like just a Charlie Brown jazzy Christmas is the perfect score for me for Christmas. Um, and I think that uh, I recently discovered an album that I just, I, I turn to whenever I just need to like a wind down. Right. And so this album I recommend if you're hosting Christmas this year or Hanukkah or, or Kwanzaa or whatever type of winter solstice festival you use to bring the kids to your house, I recommend this album when the sun goes down and everyone is leaving and you're having the last few cocktails of the evening right before you have to clean up or your significant other is cleaning up. It's Marshmallow by The Sweet Enoughs, okay? I don't know if they put out oh. any other album, um, but they put out this one and it's a string of instrumental tunes, right? Just all instrumental, top to bottom. Um, and it's like this weird crosshair between like, I'm very sorry to conjure this up, the instrumentals and pet sounds <laughs> mixed with some chill hop. It is, it is, it is. You just soured this entire right. thing I, for I, Melissa. <laughs> it, it, Melissa is fully, it's a no from me, dog. But listen, it was the instrumentals, not 
not everything. Not, not, not the whiny, whiny lyrics. It's fine, yeah, fine. it's the it's instrumentals. Fine. It's the instrumentals. She says it, it's fine, but it's not. It's it's really not. <laughs> she, but perhaps she'll come around. Perhaps it'll be a Christmas miracle. In fact, there is a tune called "Weekend at Brian's," and um, oh yeah, I I I want to I want to play just like just a skosh of it, um, just a little bit. And I'm very sorry. I had, I'm sorry, Jeff. Um, but I mean, it sounds like something like ripped straight from the album. Can this be heard? Yeah. Okay. Like there's that weird, like sort of, I don't know, organy electric piano type thing happening. I say the percussion too reminds me of, uh, um, I just wasn't made for these times. Yes. Sort of like a clip cloppy sort mm-hmm. of, it also kind of conjures up, um, oh, Oh God! There's an instrumental Christmas song, um, "Sleigh Ride." That's what it's called. Oh, um, yeah. It reminds me of that. Um, <laughs> the Sweet Enoughs is is uh, a passion project of a guy. Hold on, wait a minute, because it's actually interesting information. Um, um, oh shit! I'm sorry. He's a bassist of a band. Um, <laughs> Oh, it's a trio um, led by, uh, what? Bender. Led by Bender. Uh, who is the bassist of Hiatus Coyote. 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 Oh, Thank you. yeah. Hiatus Coyote. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. So I recommend this. Put this at, toward the end of your Christmas playlist when things are winding down and you're having whatever, your hot buttered rum or your hot toddy or whatever cool or warm alcoholic drink uh, you drink to come down. I recommend that. You said that the, the second one was like a, or is this, was that all about the one album? That's all about the one album. This and that, is it. So that one was the bass player from Hi- Hiatus Coyotes is, is, what was it? The Marsh, the Marshmallow? The, the, the Sweet Enoughs. The album is called oh, the Marshmallow. Sweet Enoughs. Ah, Marshmallow okay. by The Sweet Enoughs. You gotta live it, give it a listen. And you said it's kind of jazzy. It's a little bit jazzy, but I'd say it's, 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 I don't know what it is. You gotta listen. Hiatus to it. Coyotes kind of they got some jazz funk type stuff going on. Yes, so. but it's not. Yeah, that right, right. What you played did not sound like any Hiatus Coyote I, uh, that I've heard. No, 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 no. But it's very, very soothing. Very, yeah, very magical. Very ethereal. Um, I do love highly a good recommend it. Instrumental for Christmas. I do love a good. There's there's some good instrumental Christmas stuff out there. But yeah, I would say so. So, Colton, what's your Christmas recommendation for this great um, nation? You know, I don't really listen to a whole lot of Christmas music because I have done retail stuff for a lot of times. <laughs> so I hear it all the time. But um, I will just say, I guess, recommend some things that I've kind of been listening to lately. Um, don't necessarily make me think of Christmas, but I do think one is very important. Um, I can't remember if it's the 20th or the 25th anniversary of Lion King this year um, on Broadway. They just did a uh, Tiny Desk uh, concert. They did, didn't they? But yeah, so I think that's important, especially the Broadway um, version of Lion King in particular, because it's got a lot more depth to it, I feel like, than just the movie itself. Yeah, in fact, um, The Lion King 2 features a song called He Lives in You. Ah, yes. Which I believe comes from... The Broadway Lion King. I believe you are correct. Yes. Um, Elton John either way. But yeah, I, so that one, you know, and it's not necessarily Christmassy, but you know, it is the Lion King. So that's kind of like a family ish related type thing. You know, I gotta, this is a little bit 
tangential and I'm sorry, but um, for flute choir, we're playing a bunch of Christmas music and that is included. The circle of life is included in our Christmas <laughs> rotation. I, it's not that surprising. I mean, it's kind of a, a, a loose grab <laughs> outside of the, I, I, I feel it's a stretch, but <laughs> the rendition is beautiful at um, any rate. But um, another person that I have been listening to, not just um, recently, but for the last like year or so, um, his name's Michael Ralt, uh, R-A-U-L-T. Um, he's got like maybe three albums out there, I think. But very soothing, somewhat psychedelic type sounding stuff. I wouldn't say it's anything necessarily wintry, but I've grown to like it quite a bit. Um, I think that he's a good songwriter and just the overall vibe of everything. There's a lot of vocal harmonies, which I think he does an excellent job. It's very like 70s sounding type stuff. So I think those are my, my recommendations for the holidays, I suppose. And see, I, 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 I feel maybe we should say this as just an honorable mention. You switched your answer. I, I did. something else. Well, I was yeah. going to say. Boney Vare's, however you say his name, uh, for, for, Emma, for Emma forever ago. Yeah. Mostly just because it definitely has a wintry vibe because he wrote it in a cabin in the woods, in the mountains and yada, 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 yada. That's what you do in the winter. <laughs> yeah. And snow covered mountain peak. He like didn't speak to anybody for like 30 days. I think he was totally isolated out there. So I mean, it's, it's one of those like, you know, music like, oh, I'm going to retreat into the wilderness and write the greatest album of all time. Like that kind of crap. <laughs> but I decided that uh, I haven't listened to that album in forever. And while it is good, um, I just thought I should kind of reference more recent things. So. Yeah. Uh, and uh, would you repeat the recommendation? Again, so so the people don't have to scroll. Back? Lion King. Lion King. So even well just as. the soundtrack, but especially the tiny desk that they just did, because it's very good. Um, but Michael Ralt. Um, not a specific, he did just release an album, I think last month. So you could certainly listen to that one, but I think just about anything that he's written is very, it's nice and soothing. It's got a good, just kind of chilled, chilled out vibe to it. So Melissa, what's your recommendation? Well, Colton talked about something more recent. Mine is not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, this is not going to be a recommendation for everyone out there, but Mine is actually an operetta from 1951 called A Mall and the Night Visitors. Um, It's a beautiful story about this mother and son who get visited by the three kings who are on their way to see, you know, the chosen child. They don't ever reference Jesus. It's a most, it's maybe one of the least religious Christmas stories I've ever heard. The music's beautiful. It's, I think it's Minotti's best work, to be completely honest with you. It's something that my family has held really dear for a really long time and it's something I look forward to every Christmas Um, it's something we put on in the background when we have our gatherings around Christmas it's something my mom and I sing a lot it's something I listen to who is Minotti I guess I don't know he's a composer okay Mm -hmm. anything particular outside of this that Uh, yeah I kind of hate everything he's ever done except for this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is there something but, that's like something like like somebody no, would this would no, be the okay. thing that people know actually the night yeah visitors. this is I actually see, pretty okay. popular but not necessarily within our generation and lower i would say like, yeah this is something tell, that, us, yeah. tell us why tell us how it like came to the masses um so on christmas eve 1951 nbc did a telecast of this um, with an opera group and it just blew up and then they put out a tape of it. And so people bought it and it actually, they air it on PBS almost every year as well. 
Um, you can usually catch it at some point around Christmas on PBS. We still have the tape and we watch it every Christmas. It's amazing. It's black and white. It's gorgeous. Um, the recording is perfect. Like they remastered it and it's all on Spotify um, or on whatever you listen to. Apple Podcasts. I'm sure it's on Apple as well. But um, but it's a mall in the visitor. It's oh, beautiful. I just. Well, OK. So I just looked this up. I didn't know. Did you know that it's based on a Bosch mm-hmm. painting? I did. Um, that's interesting. What an interesting source material to draw upon. Right? Hmm. Well, it's kind of an odd story because you don't really hear about anything about the three kings until they get to baby Jesus, to be totally honest. So, hmm. and they've got all the like goods with them and a sage and, and the kids like crippled and it's a cute story y'all. Okay. Listen, if you like musical theater at all, number one, it's in English. Let me just be clear. It's all in English. Um, so everyone can understand it. Um, it's very easy to understand. It's not sort of that, I would say not traditional opera in a way that like you're not going to be able to, Yeah, they're not enunciating. Like you can understand everything that's coming out of their mouth. So if you like musical theater at all and you like to follow a story, you could listen to this and get it all the way through. Yeah, it's not it's not a complicated story. It is not a complicated like story. opera so much is. No, and it's not complicated musically. It's not hard to follow. It's it's really great. So <laughs> that's my recommendation. Fabulous. Out there. Yeah. All right. Miss Jean, what do you got for us this Christmas? What are you hiding under the tree? Oh, God, nothing special even. You posed this question to me, and I think I just took it as like, what is I, – I don't have a good album for you. When it's <laughs> wintertime and I want to be in the Christmas spirit because that's, you know, like what we were already celebrating. It's what I'm familiar with. Uh, I turn on, you know, those little radio stations that seemingly pop up out of nowhere that just play <laughs> Christmas music 24-7. Interesting. I love to, it, just every now and then, I'm like, you know what? And you turn the radio onto that and you listen to it for a little bit and you're like, I remember this. Like, it, it feels good and it feels festive and it reminds me of doing stuff. The controversial part of this is my very favorite song that plays on these radio stations is John Lennon's Mary Xmas War is Over. That song kills me every time I choke up every time. It's such a good Christmas song in my mind. And also like, I'm like, oh my God, like I think I should maybe be a little embarrassed by that. But that's my controversial take. I adore (laughs) that song. I love a lot of them that play on that. Like. I love listening to the cute pop Christmas songs. I think it's really the the children's choir that I makes it like a choir. Christmas song. It just soars for me. Oh man, God! It I do. Hey, were I you trying to make sure you knew a song? Time. Right. I was like, I think this is what I'm you, thinking of, yes, but yeah, it absolutely it's, is. I God, I love it. I do. <laughs> I don't think I like John Lennon as a person, but that song, like, he really smashed. It's a good Christmas song. <laughs> that- it makes me feel. I, There's I a know. Miley Cyrus version that exists somewhere. Have you heard it? I have not, but I will. I think that's correct. Miley Cyrus. I'll look it up. I was, I'm sure I'll find. When I discovered, and it, I'll get some kind of a hit. You, uh, ben Weebeck, email, email uh, the get into the group email. Fact check me. He's the one who emails us. Yes. I want to read the emails. I want to read the emails. Can I please read? I want to read the emails. Okay. He's the seventh Beatle since we're. Can we have a news segment (laughs) or a a reader write in segment? Can we please read? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can we just read whatever the emails are? We answer the emails every episode. I, you know, I wouldn't hate it. Okay, good. Even if it's just (laughs) Just, Ben, I'm fine. Just giving us a, a scathing analysis of the entire show (laughs) oh oh okay so this is what ben has to say (laughs) um i love ben (laughs) last but not least we have 
Calvin Arsenio over here. Yes. Um, <laughs> besides the album you're going to talk about, do you have a Christmas recommendation? I think you're going to be very much unsurprised by my answer to this. <laughs> but there is a, an EP of, or a, an extended album, a set of five EPs that Sufjan Steven released in 2006, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, 42 songs shit. long. <laughs> Can I say, unsurprised, but not disappointed. Just, does and he just like shit out songs all the time? Like, I'm I not think, saying the songs are shit, but... <laughs> I think he dedicates himself to a practice of songwriting. Yeah. But it's, it's a mixture of covers, instrumentals, and original songs. And my favorite track of the, of the album is Christmas Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> What a very Sufjan <laughs> song title. I know. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, if I remember right, this was playing when we went through that like um, Christmas light display drive through. That was one of the songs that scored our adventure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the uh, Sufjan show that you played early, earlier this year. I don't know how long ago it yeah. was, but. Oh my God, was it only this year? It was February. <laughs> so much time has passed. <laughs> did you did you play any songs from that? I mean, no, I, I'm sure it would have no. been a little inappropriate, but yeah, no. we, were, we were over the holiday season by the time February uh, comes over. Around, see, but over it. <laughs> <laughs> but I did uh, do a cover for um, Soundwave Academy. I arranged a string arrangement oh. for them that previous December. That's Esgi's uh-huh. thing. Yeah, okay, okay. So I, I was a guest and I did um, Sister Winters, which is another beautiful wintry song. Please but, g- please give a short plug for Soundwave and, and yeah. Esgi. And, and Alyssa. Yes, yeah. excellent. Um, yeah, they're do, they are doing, um, well, they're, they're like a after school or, I don't know, extracurricular mm. um, student. High school students are most of what takes from, from their little academy. Yes. Yeah. I only know Esgi, but... She's awesome. Yeah, she's like Esky. The last you were seen out in public, well, okay, hold on. Let me backtrack because <laughs> when this is released, it will not be in a couple of weeks, but rather five days ago. Um, you were seen at the ship um, doing a, a, a leather and lace holiday extravaganza. Let me ask you how to go. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> it, Melissa, you were so amazing. You were amazing. <laughs> Listen, were we killed amazing. it. They, the audience was amazing. <laughs> the ship is amazing. The ship is amazing. Everybody looks the so The vibe sexy. was amazing. Queer Bar Takeover oh was there, God. which was awesome to have that community. And let me tell you, the queers took over. And Stefan, <laughs> wow. Stefan, oh my God. Just... And Dr. Dream. Left in awe. All right, so, yeah. Calvin, what's Christmas all about? Christmas. Um, well, Christmas is about a lot of Christmas music in particular. I would say is um, is a really is a fundamental part of a musician's life, especially if you come through public school. Colton, are you taking notes? Your words have never been spoken. So true. <laughs> and um, like a lot of times in school, like public school as well as in church communities. That the choirs are formed to do Christmas music, and um, and your first recitals in kindergarten and, and preschool would have been to be a part of the school program, and um, and there are 
oftentimes people who don't perform about the rest of the year at churches and whatnot will come together to be a part of the Christmas choir to sing Handel's Messiah or to sing O Holy Night or to sing Silent Night and to, ha- to be a part of those moments. And so I think that it ultimately is, is a very like foundational American experience. Um, and uh, I just want to, you know, just disclaimer, he winced after he said that. It's, it's not necessarily a good thing. Just, a, just yeah, an I mean, love fact. it or hate it. That is very true, though. It is, it is a cornerstone. And sometimes, and I think the, and then, the, if you're just in choir, then you're in band and then orchestra, and you're doing that like 15 times a year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lord. Yes. Yeah. Ingrained. So at very, at very least, you you start there and. And I think it's interesting about belief and make believe and our belief in Santa Claus and all of that kind of psychological trauma that comes around when you realize that your people who you're supposed to be trusting are the ones who lie to you most. Um, <laughs> and, uh, if he has a platform, he's going to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but it, we also cannot do the divorce um, Christmas music to. Um, from the one and only Mariah Carey. <laughs> and I I even knew where this like whole episode was going and for some reason when you started that sentence it's not where I thought you were going to. <laughs> Sometimes I just start talking and I don't know when the sentence is going. <laughs> so um so yeah I'm I'm bringing Mariah Carey's Merry Christmas as the album of discussion today. This is our present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, okay, by, um, as, a, as a matter of, of continuing on into this, um, I brought something. <gasps> yes. Comes with props. Oh, <laughs> We're going to do an oh unboxing. <laughs> I got the, so this is the Mariah Carey Merry Christmas album that was, uh, the, I got it at Target. And I was like, I'm going to save you. This is an album, a record, uh, LP. And I said, I want to save you from Target. You, we have to take you home. Don't don't unbox it just yet. Brandon's got to get that. Are you? Are you? you I'm taking pics. (laughs) It's it's pretending it's the nighttime. Oh good. Oh good. It's terrific. Are you going to do it now? Yeah, we're going to do it right now. Okay. Oh my God! Hold on. Let's turn up the flash. Okay. Here we go. This uh, is always prepared here. Right. Get into Hold the on. Groove. Will you just put it on display. Yeah. Model it or something. Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. We're not quick draw there McGraw with camera. There he is. Wow. Follow us on there the TikToks. Put it all the way up to the microphones. So we get the ASMR. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, Melissa coming what? through we're, in clutch. No, no, I'm supporting. Language. I'm supporting your idea. Oh, okay. Oh my! That never, was a tease. 
never fails to disappoint uh, Calvin Arsenio. <laughs> Oh, oh guys, God. look at how pretty. Oh, look at that. oh my God. It's so It's cute. classic Mariah. I love it. The reindeer. It's a real reindeer. Are those lyrics to everything? Yes. yes. Okay, so it's got a big in cursive. Is so in her good. signature font. Oh, my God. signature font. Unreadable. Pictures of Mariah oh, and all my. red. Oh, she's got the reindeer. She's got a whole. This is spectacular. Santa Claus. Santa. Is it white Santa or black Santa? White Santa. What's white Santa? She's mixed. We'll give it to her. Is that a dog? Is that her is dog? dog? Yeah, he's, he looks like Wishbone. Oh, yes. <laughs> With antlers. Oh, my oh, God. Is, is it just regular black? I love Is it just regular black vinyl? No, it's mm. not. Oh. It's red vinyl. It does on the outside. Y'all, I said this. It's a really lovely That's red. That's gorgeous. Hear it, okay? That is appropriate How, for the season. I am miked. <laughs> now, I want to also mention about her being mixed and how she... That was a big part of her personal story, and like about like, uh, and also because of her biracialness, like was it was a physical, like a literal bridge between the black and white community in America in a way that a lot of artists wasn't able to quite do as much as she did. And I think this cover is a little bit of the reason why she could get away with it, because mm -hmm. the way that the photo is taken and produced, she looks like a white woman. Looks light, damn near white. Yeah. That could be Shania Twain. It really could be Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just might think that's her. You're like, oh, nice. But then on the album, it features a very gospel-heavy sound, mm. which I think is also really interesting because I feel like a lot there wasn't a lot of like gospel crossover from into mainstream pop era, and this became one of the most listened-to albums in the world. And so I would just want to like. Give Mariah a little pat on the back. Good job for representing your community, and and for bringing gospel music into into the, the ears and hearts of the world. Well, I think what's interesting about someone like Mariah, who has done a crossover like that, is that a lot of times that when they get a little bit uh, accepted by the white community, the black community will go, eh, "We don't care about you as much." But exactly. no matter how much Mariah crosses over, the black community still fully. Yeah, like, she's ours. Claims her. Yeah. <laughs> like she is ours all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's good to like have something to be proud about. Absolutely. You know? um, also, um, no. Let's just get into the track list. So it starts out with Silent Night, and she sings in a very like pretty sort of way. And then um, the second song is All I Want for Christmas Is You. And of course it is, <laughs> but I wondered though is if they realized that I would was going to be the hit that it became because like normally you put like the hit as the first song on the album, but they put Silent Night first. Is Silent Night like a, a long, like or normal length song? Long? I believe it is normal length. Interesting. Those we could look on Spotify. I was trying yeah, to see. I was trying to see if maybe there was an intention of using Silent I Night think as like an intro. Silent Night's such a perfect Christmas song to open with. Like mm -hmm. it makes so much sense to do it. Like even if it's a good intro, I feel like it's yeah. like familiar. It, it like, sets the tone for the album. Not only that familiarity, but if you think about the difference in energy between those two songs, Silent Night being kind of you know yeah. lulling you into that sense of peace, and then you get the you know lively that yeah maybe you know maybe they didn't know if it was going to be the single but just production wise i mean that's a smart move yes i i learned about um a few facts i've brought with uh for all i want for christmas is you um this is from cosmopolitan magazine they had a list of 30 
uh, facts about this song, and I picked my favorite three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, she has won, Mariah Carey has won three Guinness World Records with this song. Wow. Um, it is the highest charting holiday song on the Billboard US Hot 100 by a solo artist. It is the most streamed song on Spotify in 24 hours. <laughs> And um, in most weeks in the UK singles top 10 chart for a Christmas, Christmas song. Those are the three records that it? Yes. So that's one of the facts. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then um, it has broken the record for the most played song on Spotify twice. <laughs> so um, on the Christmas day in 2018. I, I, I'm confused by that. That like listen, people played. Okay. Listen. And in Christmas Day in 2018, the song broke Spotify's single day record with 10.82 million plays in 24 hours. 10.82 million plays in 24 hours. But it was beat a few months later by Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber's I Don't Care. I don't tell me I don't care. Then on Christmas Day 2019, the song took back its throne. With more than 12 million streams. So not only million. did it break the record of the single that broke its record, it broke its own record. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. 12 million streams. In one day. In one day. I'm, I can't even fathom that. That's so ridiculous. Um, another fact uh, was that this song was com- was created completely in the computer. That it wasn't, it was not a full band. It was one guy playing by himself, and of course, um, it was. background singers. Which I wanted to say a little bit of trivia about these background singers that are on this record as well. Kelly Price is one of them, who is um, really has done a lot of incredible things in her career, but is like not a household name still for some reason. But we all love Kelly Price. She is in some households. Yeah, but she did sing as a as a as a it was a and situation uh, with Whitney Houston in a song called Heartbreak Hotel, which we listened to on the way here. And so she was one of the background singers on on this record, as well as none other than Melanie Daniels, who I have blood relation to, with a little claim to fame. Um, I've met her one time. Oh, that's it? (laughs) (laughs) I met her one time when I was like 14, and her best advice to me was to copyright my songs. So that means that I feel like she uh, probably had gotten into some trouble about that maybe maybe not um but yeah so it's so that we hear this choir sound but it's actually just three 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 background singers and mariah layering tracks that's hysterical (laughs) you can do anything no matter how little equipment you have or people it it makes me laugh because i've always had like this skit idea in my mind of a guy who writes music for a tv show but it's just one guy with like 50 instruments all around him and he's just like running in between all of them playing all so it's almost literally what happened (laughs) (laughs) so So, you're talking about jonathan wolf the guy who did the music for will and grace and seinfeld (laughs) yes i am (laughs) wild man anyway the next song on the album is Oh Holy Night, which is like the diva's song. And I think it was very smart of them to put this as the third song if they were planning to have it. Silent Night as the intro, All Around for Christmas is You as the hit, and then her version of Oh Holy Night, which is the, the queen of all versions of Oh Holy Night. In my opinion. Okay. But the high note in that song is the reason for the season, and she took it up two octaves. So I think she just gets to win it. 
for the sake of stirring up a pot, um, what's do you have a contender? I yes, I don't think anyone can touch Jennifer Hudson's version of a holy night. <laughs> an eye roll. Very interesting. An eye roll react from Calvin. He and I are not on the same page about Mariah Carey sometimes, <laughs> so it's okay. Which is also very interesting. Anyway, um, proceed. Just wanted a little conflict, little drama, little tension. Foreshadowing. Um, the next song is Christmas, <laughs> baby. Please come home. We're singing good. Deck the Halls. Classic song. Mm. Beautiful. Baby, please. Listen, you can't sing too much either because we can't can't afford afford to pay you for anything. (laughs) I love this song. Usually, no matter who sings it, it's a fun one. Yeah. It's a good, yeah. Again, I love those radio, like, pop tunes. It's a good one. Oh, God. Um, And Miss You Most at Christmas Time. Beautiful love ballad. And that is the end. Wait, of, yeah, that's the end of side one. I don't know. So, uh, are we taking this opportunity to flip the record? Let's and let's have try it. Yes, let's. This would be our, a new okay. a new thing Beautiful. we're doing. We're gonna try out here is trying to play a little game in our in our intermission here. All right. <clears throat> so, we're playing. Colton, you explain the game yeah, as okay. best so, you can. <laughs> Brandon told me the rules, and uh, we'll see how this and goes. I will say, I I purchased an MTV trivia game in the hopes that we could play it for. The show, it is a little more complicated than we anticipated. And I did discover, I did, when I, when I purchased it, I thought that there'd be a physical buzzer with the game. And I was very disappointed to discover that there was not when I got it. But when I read the rules, it did say that there is like an app that goes with it. So there's like buzzers. So shoppers beware. Oh, but yes, yeah, sh- shoppers beware. <laughs> And they, they call it like the big potato buzzers. <laughs> Some st- I don't know why they call it. Anyway, so we're doing a little bit of a variation on that. We are going to, um, someone is going to, uh, we're doing teams. I don't know if we okay. know what teams we're doing. We're doing musical password. Yes, musical password. So one person is going to know the artist and they are going to try to describe said artist in one word. If they are unable to, then they would pass it to the other team. Yes. And then they would make an attempt continuing on the same artist, but with a different word. Yes. And then it goes that way until somebody guesses it. Okay. So we're splitting off into teams. It's going to be Melissa, Jeannie, V, me and Calvin. Um, Who wants to be the clue giver first? Should I, let me ask you this. Should I just read the clues and then like, give you more than one clue or oh yeah because you know on the on the tv show password they always have the password is ah okay all right I so gotta, I gotta whoever's stand the up guesser you gotta so take I'm sorry off if any strange other. sounds happen <laughs> oh, oh okay there okay. he goes gotta get a stump well, let's let's just do it like we did before uh Jeannie and calvin are the clue givers for this round so okay. um find the password and in your microphone say the password is you can give it to these two and we'll shield our ears Okay. Okay. So you're t- you're okay. We're guessing. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper it into the microphone then. Okay. What is it? So your clue. Nirvana. Don't look at me, Brandon. <laughs> did you get it? <laughs> did you did you read my lips? No, but oh, I was laughing okay. because I saw them go. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. But you you both heard me. Yes. 
Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So who do we want to do first? Ladies first? Or is that too much pressure? Should we, should we no, first? it's fine. Right. But I mean, yeah, give me a moment. Right. Okay. What's going to work for Ruminate, Melissa? Marinate. How do I communicate that? I don't know that it's that tough, but also I'm like, how obvious do you make it versus like? It's yeah, it's strategic. It's obvious. I like to win, Jeannie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Um. <laughs> shit. Okay, hold on. This is where we need game show music happening. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to put pressure on you more? <laughs> maybe, maybe pass on me. Can I please come right. back? Okay, let's let's have Calvin oh, take I'm a sorry. take a crack at <laughs> smells. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Nirvana. Oh, he did it! He did it! <laughs> All right, so that's that's one for for Calvin and Brandon. All right, so. And now, um, now it's so Brandon. And I are the clue givers. All right, so you guys take your headphones off here real quick, Jeannie. Double oh. cheating. Yes. So oh. you can't hear it. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. All right. So our category is Queens of MTV. I should have said the first one. The first one was Headbangers. Okay. So this one is Queens of MTV. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, Jeannie, come back. <clears throat> you start. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Genie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I let you down. <laughs> no, I totally did. I balled out on that one. Let me down. Okay, we're a partnership and we got this. Okay, we're going to beat these guys. Okay. We got this. Okay, Thank we got you. this. <laughs> Toxic. Ugh. Oh, Britney Spears. <laughs> Easy. You know, and I feel like a goon because I was not even going down there. And I was like, okay, baby, one more time. Or, Oops. Okay. Yeah. I, I know. I understand. I literally looked at Calvin and went, oh. I understand. Okay. Off with your headphones. Okay. Um, this one is Across the Pond. So I'm guessing this is uh, UK artists. All right. Hmm. Fat Boy Slim. Do you guys know anything? Okay, we're we're gonna do a different one. We don't know this one. Okay, uh, teenage angst is the category for this one. <laughs> Papa Roach. You know who that is? I do, but not enough to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another one. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Pop anthems. Let's try this one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. This this will be a good one. The pussy candles. Good. Do you not, Jeannie? No. Yeah, I okay, can do okay. this. All right, all right, all right. Awesome. We've got good. it. We've got it. Okay. Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> so we had some we had some tough ones. <laughs> now, okay. So are we just doing three rounds? Is this the tiebreaker? Is this? Yeah, yeah. And then we'll we're we're moving on to yeah, the second half. Back. Okay. All right, yeah. all right. Uh, I think it would be. Should we go they with guess last? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's our turn. <laughs> Excuse me. You need a turn. <laughs> I feel like this is cheating, but that it's not. So I want to say the word. <laughs> you don't know. I'm very dumb. 
The word is doncha. <laughs> For God's sake. Calvin, both times, I wanted to use the same thing. <laughs> I wanted to do the same thing you did last time. And I was like, no, that seems. Oh. How long do we is get? he going to get it? It toes the line. Is he going to get it? Like as long as Jeannie took. What do you got? Bergy? No. No. Oh, no. oh Bandon okay, dropped the ball. I handed it right to you. Uh, All right, taking girls. your gay card, too. That was two words, also. <laughs> no. Do I just use it? No, not, not in now? this Look turn. Up, Calvin. Don't you? Do wish. I just guess right now? No, she got to give you a clue. We'll take it. We'll take it though. Even we'll say it's know. an an apostrophed word. <laughs> anyway, I have okay. to give you a clue. Okay. Even though we know you know. Yeah, girlfriend. Oh. <gasps> Tragedy. Uh, well, uh, it's Pussycat Dolls. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yes, I was like, please don't it. think too hard. That is two You just words. know the song. <laughs> don't you? Oh. Don't you? <gasps> Ladies. Rule yes, wise. congratulations. Oh. <laughs> Y'all killed it. We'll, we'll have to play the actual game at some point and, yeah, and give a give a review. <laughs> it's it's The real game sounds intense, but that was fun. I like that. Well done. Well done. Until it was time. not well done. No. No, it was no. well done. Jeannie, no. you won though. The end result's what matters. Don't Back. be hard on yourself. High five me. Jean. High five me. High five me. It looks, it looks like oh, it was not Brandon oh. that did the talking directly into the mic. Just like. No, it's not. <laughs> I will say I did set a precedent. We got to sort so. that game out. That did not work out quite right. That's all I'm gonna well, say. Well, we didn't set the winner. We didn't, it's okay. We didn't play the actual. We'll figure it out rules. next time. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we played a bridge. Like, let's <laughs> let's hear more yeah. about the second <laughs> half of Mariah Carey's. What's the name? What's the actual name of the album? Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. MCMC. First song on side two is "Joy to the World," which I also want to mention that this song is actually a song about the second coming of Jesus, not the first. Hmm. Oh, so they were a little like quick on the uptake. They were a little bit too quick. They said, to the world, the Lord has come. Oh, but mm. did he? Let earth receive her king. And in the, within the inside of the Christian faith, the first time he came, he came as a baby. And the second time mm. he comes as a king. Mm. And um, so I think that's just, it's just funny, kind of, that that even is a part of the Christmas canon. Um, Jesus born on this day. I don't know much about that song. Um, do you guys have any opinions on it? Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. It's a, it, it is a pretty uh, African-American song, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've heard it a lot, mostly in my, my black family. Like, and I, I hear it on gospel albums a lot. So it's, it's big in the church and it's a, it's kind of a staple, I would say. Great. For sure. So would you say that? That's a pretty, I would say on, on par version of it. I, she didn't change a whole lot from what I've heard. Now, I feel like I know what your guys' answer to this question is going to be, but do you feel that it is how well she navigated performing songs that are kind of known in both African-American vernacular and white American vernacular that made this album work so well? Uh, if I may be so bold, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, yes. Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> say what you will about... Mariah Carey and how she sings now. <laughs> but she, I think, was one of the few like pop stars that like truly had a grasp on what she wanted in her career and what she wanted in like uh, the things that she was doing. 
um, it's just people got in the way, yeah. you know, like people, people really kind of like fucked with like what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd love for you to go into a bit of, of the book just a little bit or however much you want to, but like that's You're talking that's, about her is autobiography or did yeah. she have, okay. Okay. It's an incredible book. Um, and it's an just... incredible, uh, excuse me, so sorry. It's an incredible audio book <laughs> because she also like sings a little bit in it. And though it's not like amazing, it's it's nice. It's a very nice <laughs> listen. I recommend it. We listened to it on the way to and from Denver this last, or last year summer. I don't know, it was 2020. No, was it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because wow. you were talking to me about that Mariah book when I first met you. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> and it was like full, like full on like I don't know six inches of snow on the ground the entire weekend. So this is I don't perfect. <laughs> Mariah Carey is winter to me. She's Father Christmas as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and the book, yeah, she she discloses a lot of information about her upbringing and about her parents and what it was like to be uh, um, coming from a mixed race house and how um, like some people just assume she was Jewish and like. Um, or like different things like that. But when they would see her father come into the room, they would just totally change about how they treated her. And um, she always felt very othered. I also love that she kind of openly admits that she um, like hadn't really had a very significant love before she started writing all these love songs. Hmm. It was really based in <laughs> fantasy and like what she like what she knew from the movies. And it's like, you are the reason why, why we're all so fucked. We were singing your songs. Um, <laughs> like about like, like all I need is you and you're everything and you know these very like hyperbolic language that we were all raised on in the 90s about what love should feel like and what it should do and I can you know you are my all um and so I sometimes have a little harbor a little bit of resentment <laughs> about the music of the early 90s and in particular her music because it was so impactful in my life but this is 1994 she this is her fourth studio record and she debuted in 1990 1989 1990 and that's when she kind of hit the, the the national market, and so nineteen ninety four is pretty early on, and before she really gained freedom in her life and body, um, her husband was very abusive. He was to- Tony Matola and he, Matola. Tommy, sorry, and he was the 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 head rep of Columbia Records. That sounds right, from what I remember, and like had the resources to make her life and her career like very prolific very fast but he also tried you know she she was the trophy and he treated her like a trophy and not a living one a dead one or an inanimate object um he's also the one who kept her in really uh, unrevealing clothing for the correct. first part of her career where she looks very a lot younger than yeah she did when she broke up that marriage for sure yeah well who released that i guess we can look at the record company who released the record <laughs> Um, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But I think her voice uh, like really took a toll um, after Rainbow, um, a couple albums later, because they did an album tour, album tour, album tour, and like her voice never really got to recover between tours, and her music is hard to sing. Like there's some people who can just do it all day, like forever, because it's not strenuous music, but her music is strenuous, and so nowadays. Um, you know, it's hard to even think of her singing live. Um, she definitely has assistance. And, um, but her career has been amazing. And uh, all the things she's gotten to do, I wish that she would could just be honored without having to actually perform. 
Yeah, I, is it the is it the frequency of her performances that caused you know along with the difficulty of the the music itself is that what caused the deterioration yeah. to happen? I th- I mean that's that's as my professional opinion. Um, I mean that seems to be. But it no, happens to a lot of people. But right. she she had notes from the time she was a little girl, she, which I think is the reason why she actually has access to her whistle register. And Interesting. If she, a lot of stars do get nodes and do fuck their voices up and they get surgery and need to, um, three years usually like to recover and get back to singing shape. What was Adele off in a, a year, yeah. a year and a half or something like Sam that? Sam Smith. I remember she came it, back for the Grammys and it was a massive deal that she was singing at all. Yeah. It's a really common problem with, um, metal vocalists yeah. who are screamers, yeah. um, that was a uh, Avenged Sevenfold singer. Uh, M Shadows had that issue. Uh, what's his name um, from The Used? Burt McCracken. He also had. Uh, yeah, what a name. <laughs> Skrillex. Yes, McCracken. yes, actually Skrillex. That was part of why he stopped doing from first to uh, last. Yeah, from first to I last, and started doing uh, uh, Sunny Moore is his real name. For those who don't know, but, but yeah. Um, hmm. So, so I think that she, her voice also hasn't been able to recover via surgery like other people's did and has, right? Because she didn't want to to mess up her instrument. So it's just a very. Did she go any time frame without performing? Like she never took like time to let things based heal. Based on her discography and the amount of money she's got in her pocket, I would say no. Mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit when she was pregnant, but that was ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, this song is a classic. Um, and I w- want to like give her, I mean, I'm sure that she would love to shout out to the Jackson five and their music. Um, because this version is a lot like the mm. Jackson five's version of it, which again is pulling from like a, another very popular black artist or black family. Um, that was kind of accepted universally, and I think it's a it's a nice nod, like looking back from twenty in twenty twenty two, into the early nineties and into her upbringing in the late seventies and eighties, um, and just to think like, like it's a, as a historical marker, this is very significant that she would sing their version of this song, um, and it's just it's a bop. Uh, I'm willing to bet. I, I nope, scratch that. I'm I'm going to be so bold as to say that <clears throat> there hasn't been like a lot of like pop music that has been like the Jackson Five version of Santa Claus is coming to town that is very like solidified Christmas pop culture music, right? And there hasn't been a lot in between like then and this. And I feel like there has not been anything that has like screamed Christmas pop culture since this record that Mariah Carey put out. So I feel like uh uh it only makes sense to have something like that on this this record. I, I might disagree with that. Huh? Tell me. Because I love this album and that's great, but one of the albums I heard a lot of growing up was Destiny's Child's Eight Day of Christmas. Oh. Mm. Like that sort of <laughs> that's like not, that's entirely reaction to that. like on the radio <laughs> and whatnot. And so like I'm not saying like it's any better than this album, but as far as like popular Christmas music, there have been a couple of albums since then that have come out that have kind of 
hit up there and people know pretty well. Okay. And Josh Groban's Christmas Josh album? Josh Groban's Christmas uh, album. Okay. Fine. Do we have to bring him up? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> Tis the season. Well, uh, what I was going to say, it's not quite as related to the album, but you know one movie that has become a Christmas staple for whatever fucking reason? The Polar Express? No. No. <laughs> Though that is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. I agree. Uh, oh, actually, Elf. I never expected when Elf came out to be like a the Christmas hit. staple, but I know so many families that that's like a signature that's holiday. They, yeah, that's a, like movie. the annual watch. It's a good story. It's, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but it's just like what a weird Christmas movie. <laughs> I mean, I uh, what Will Ferrell. Did, Zoe did Deschanel? Jim Carrey's Grinch come out before or after uh, that? Before. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that, like, I feel like, I don't know, those were in similar veins, right? It's that just being some, said, though, uh, some the, batshit insane. We made some the, the, yeah, Christmas movies the right there. Is, the Grinch yeah, was pre established. Yeah. From the animated. So that's been a, fair enough. That's fair been enough. A, like, Which Christmas was also. For a long time. Right. right. But his it, was just off the rails. Right. Like Jim Carrey really <laughs> like put Christmas humor in there. It's like it was those of us who watched the little stupid animated one and we're like, this is cute. Look, there's a little heart growing. And then now we're we're old and psychotic and in therapy and we needed that. Man, did he just knock it out of the park? Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> anyway, movie's not related to music, but get into the tube. Did it? Did it? Did it? Moving on. Sister podcast about <laughs> uh, movies and TV. <laughs> Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Gloria in Excelsis Deo. Not the full title. Christmas yes. is not complete without I some know, Latin. It's, a, it's like a mashup. <laughs> Loved singing Christmas songs in church. Those are ones you sing. I just love singing Christmas songs. <laughs> did, it, did anybody do um, Handel's Messiah at all? I did that in college. I've done it twice. Yeah. Well, not the whole thing. Just the holiday, of course. I will say the one awesome thing that I, I, I did like about the concert that we did in college was that um, we did it in a church that had a harpsichord. Wow. So it was like actual full-on harpsichord, not a piano playing the, the right. parts that were supposed to be harpsichord. So wow. very cool. Neat. Fun fact, Heart the Herald Interesting was my first solo ever in kindergarten. I love that. I wish we had some audio to right. plug in. Patricia, can we, uh, can we give you a call? Yeah, she'd rave about it for an hour. Though. <laughs> it's a whole nother episode. Christmas part two. One verse. <laughs> Jesus, oh, what a wonderful child. Is he? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, that little bastard. <laughs> this one is also like very, very gospely and like such like a just hardcore traditional gospel sound, and just really takes it all the way there <laughs> to church. To, all the way to, to church. <laughs> yeah. oh, Melissa man. has gone to church, so um, <laughs> she'll be join us. Her. She'll join us after the service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the last and final track on this album is called "God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen." Uh. Yeah, such a tune. I do recommend this album. I recommend, I think, all of your other albums that you <laughs> suggested earlier. I think it's nice to have music that we re revisit on an annual basis. Yeah. That's like the, oh God, the bittersweet thing about Christmas is like, I really like the, 
It might be the wrong word. I really like the ceremony of it all. You know, like mm. the fact that all of us, we have these like little things, you know, we get a, we eat a bunch of food. We light up our Christmas lights because it's it's dark and depressing outside. You know, we I'll have our favorite music that we listen to around the winter. We watch I'll the say same too. movies. Yes. We plan the same family gatherings. You always do it. It's you always the same. You go hunt down a tree and, yeah. and, and kill it. I'll Let say it die. Too, I, I, uh, that's our family. Now, maybe not everybody's I'm family. I'm not too heartless against Christmas music. I do have like White Christmas really is that song gets me just because it's so much fun. <laughs> but um, I, as someone who has taught, you know, kind of off and on for a long time at music lessons, um, I do as much of a pain in the ass as Christmas recitals are. I do enjoy watching a child play a Christmas song terribly but <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a magic to it <laughs> but um yeah i'm not totally heartless against christmas stuff i i have a few songs that i like but it's i think just hearing the same damn songs so many goddamn times oh yeah i worked yeah. at a, a a planet scrub excuse me a planet sub for uh <laughs> A good like three and a half years, and oh, every man. time between uh, November December, they turn it to like the Christmas Sirius XM station, right? And it's the same twenty five songs over and over again, right? Is this the Emporia days? Yeah. Um, and one song that uh like popped up that I like discovered, uh, was a song by the Waitresses. Um, and oh god, it's so obnoxious. <laughs> the chorus is something like, uh. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, da 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 da. You son of a bitch! You know, know that exactly song? Exactly the song you're talking about. You're welcome. It's terrible. Uh, uh, in fact, love the waitresses. You saying that, and I immediately felt the impulse to throw myself off a cliff. <laughs> a horrible saxophone <laughs> happening. <laughs> what it sounds like to me. So. Fury is rising. Inside. Okay, so it, as a, as the conversation's winding down, um, what's our least favorite Christmas music? <laughs> Colton, go. That song is definitely a contender. Um, but I I will say for my own personal thing, an album that I I, I have some a little bit of hatred toward, and Jeff might as well, because um, he also worked at Damn Music. Um, it's not a Christmas album, but it's, is it Black Crows or Counting Crows live concert? How to be Counting uh, Crows? It's a Black Crows. The Black oh. Crows. It's a Black Crows live concert. <laughs> Kevin, who owns Damn Music, it's like one of his favorite albums. I've heard it thousands of times. Thousands. Oh my God. And there's always just this one part where the, the singer oh, is like talking out and he's just like, well, well, just out here, we're a part of the universe, everybody. The universe loves you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like I've heard that whole speech so many fucking times. But that's that's more hated for me than than Christmas music. It's an all-year-round hatred. It's an all-year-round. <laughs> Melissa, do you have any uh, Christmas music uh, thumbs-downs? Yeah, there's just one song, and this is a, a, an unpopular opinion, I'm sure. But that stupid... Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Have you seen the movie, though? Have you seen the movie, though? Yes, and it did it's not all, sell me on it anymore. It's all so bad. <laughs> <laughs> At all. I hate. Who 
is that is that Gene Autry? Is that who wrote that song? I think that's who. I don't know. Well, that sounds wide enough. I'm not sure. (laughs) It's definitely a white person. Jesus Lord. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, that one though. That's the only one that just like. That's a great answer. (laughs) Truly, on my nerves. Truly. It's also so long. It's <laughs> really the longest song on the planet. It's, <laughs> it says that it's by, I, I guess the first version of it was uh, Elmo and Patsy. No, yeah, Elmo and Patsy. Patsy Klein? No. Um, another mother. Husband and wife duo. <laughs> of, oh my God, this man's name is Elmo. Elmo Shropshire. Wow. <laughs> Elmo Shropshire. Shropshire, Shropshire. 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 Shropshire or Shropshire? Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> Elmo Shropshire. Right there. Elmo Shropshire. Shropshire. And Shropshire and Patsy Triggs. She got a somewhat normal name, but man, what a mouthful. Patsy Trigg. But I that's not who I thought it was. Is that the most popular version of it? I don't know. Let's let's take a, a short detour onto this. Let's see. Releases. Mmm. We're gonna fill this this with something here. We're gonna we're gonna cut this. I don't. There's no highlighted names on this Wikipedia. That's Colton seen. reads a Wikipedia page. <laughs> in 1984, when the song was now a big hit nationally, CBS Records. No. Um, Why did I come up with that? Okay. There's a whole thing know. happening over there. I there's really. You don't have the money for that either. No, this is a Patreon exclusive, right? So. No, nah, there's really nothing, not any big names. I mean, there's there's a real big fish cover if we really <laughs> want to picture down that route. Huh. Fascinating. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Jeannie, Jeannie any yeah. holiday music that you hate? That Christmas shoe song. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just not good. It's it isn't. a little manufactured. It is. It doesn't make me gold. feel the Christmas spirit. It just feels like a bummer. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Saw <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> What's that meme? It's like scars the sound of what a kid hears in his head when he's getting an order of mozzarella sticks or something. Like that. It's so good. It's so good. It is. I oh, love it. Uh, I also think of uh, um, that show um, where the guy where uh, delocated. His son oh. is is he's wearing like a, a burglar mask for the whole show. His son. Has a bar, 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 bar mitzvah, and they turn it into a ska mitzvah. It's so obnoxious. Oh, sorry, Jeff. I am just going to interject an unpopular opinion and talking about uh, holiday music hatred. Can we shut the fuck up about Trans Siberian Orchestra? <laughs> All right, Calvin. Do you have any holiday music? You hate? stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> really? Was it Trans Siberian Orchestra? Yeah, but I have another one. Okay. Pentatonics. Uh, I agree. I want this real whole, voices. This is how I know I'm surrounded by people I trust because everybody <laughs> nodded their head. They said, mm, mm. "That's enough." Just auto tune. Keep it to yourself, folks. Enough. <laughs> it's so dated. Is a time period that it exists within. Mm. It was like 2014. Yeah. I was in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh lord all right so should we should we wrap this thing up should we call it good i'm sure we made a much longer episode than we anticipated <laughs> we're at 50 well my timer started late so we're probably at like 110 oh okay it's not that bad oh, hour, yeah. nine. Hour, hour nine hour nine all right excellent Spot on. bam okay so um Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you next time when we bitch about uh, the Grammy Awards and how much they suck. First episode in January, February. Feb, you, you know what? It's next year. We'll see you next year, <laughs> next you guys. Year. So 2023, sometime. 2023. Grammys aren't that bad. All right. Yeah, we don't even know if we're going to let you on to that episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time should, will tell. Should we Thanks, say goodbye? Guys. Our classic goodbye. Thank you. All right. Here we go. <gasps> Bye. Good job.